0: Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Andre. And I'm Kyle. And you're listening to Andre the Attic. So today we're here with our brand new guest, Jess. Hi. And of course, Kyle. What's going on? And today we'll be discussing uh, transitions and growth. So
1: Jess, why don't you, before we get going, why don't you let us know a little bit about yourself and kind of who you are, where you're from, what you're about.
2: Yeah. Um, so my name is Jess. Um, I go by Jessica, Jess, pretty much whatever you want to call me. Um, I'm originally from South Carolina, little town near Myrtle Beach. It's um, Florence. Um, went to Wofford College, got a master's in social work. Um, I work with Kyle. And um, I have two dogs. I have a German Shepherd and a
1: Husky.
0: Wonderful.
1: Gosh. All right, Andre, why don't you uh, get us started?
0: All right, so uh, today we're covering transitions and growth. And the first thing I can think of with transitions and growth is just kind of going through the changes in your life, seeing um, which I, which one comes first, plan A, plan B, plan C, and how we uh, kind of correlate those correlate those plans to see which one's best for us. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah.
1: So, Jess, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts when you hear that?
2: When I hear what,
1: uh, yeah, what Andrea, yeah, his thoughts,
2: yeah. Okay. So it's like kind of figuring out, um, you know, what is my next step? Is what kind of am I hearing that right from what yeah. you said? Yeah. What's what do I do next um, once I'm in something? So could be a phase of life, could be a new position, could be, mm-hmm. um, you know, just big changes happening.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I. I I'm thinking on this and I'm wondering how often we're really in this stage. You know, I can look at it from two different perspectives. One perspective I look at, it: we're constantly in this stage. We're constantly kind of going from one thing to the next. We're Mm -hmm. constantly living short term in these in-between spaces here. Mm -hmm. But then I look at it on the other side and I think how many people really allow themselves. They might live in there for short amounts of time, but do they ever really experience that? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: right
1: and so kind of that's that's where I'm thinking uh, today is kind of like how how often do people experience that what is that experience like Mm -hmm.
2: I I think that's why it's important to talk about this is because for depending on who you are it's gonna be different and it's gonna be different if you choose to you know really sit there in that transition phase in that growth phase or do you, are you immediately, you know, prone to, let's go to the next step. Let's do what's next because I don't want to grow. Like I don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. it's not something that's like, you know, you're self-aware of, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think it is something that that's a very subconscious thing. If you reflect back on our, sort of about the, the subconscious, we, mm-hmm. we often, um, you know, just kind of act without really thinking, especially on the, that <coughs> fundamental level. So, When we hear about this and talk about this, Jess, what's what's an example that pops in for you? What's what's the first thing to come to your mind when you think of this stage?
2: Of the transition stage? Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess what pertains to, like, my story and how I think of this is, you know, my transition phase, um, or at least my big one that I've had in my life, was um, an end of a significant relationship in college um, and kind of just knowing that it needed to end. And then immediately, I know I wanted to just like not necessarily jump to the next person, but I wanted to jump to the next thing and avoid all of the emotions that I had mm-hmm. that came with that one um, that change into singleness. Um, so yeah, for me it was it was it was rough because it was like a lot of um, like years of um, like emotions that I had totally put off, and then finally was feeling all of them all at one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of my friends and the ones who are going to listen to this podcast, yeah, you know which one it was.
3: <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to no uh, share it so people can recognize <laughs> Spread the tea. what do you mean. <laughs> so you spill the tea. <laughs> <Spend> the tea. <laughs> that seems the to bill. be the tea is the best tea. That seems <laughs> to be the running
1: theme for today. Well, <laughs> oh, yes. We had a lot of that going on at the office. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: yes. So what, what about you, Andre? Like what pops in for you when we like, What's the prime example?
0: Uh, for me, it was definitely the transitioning, transi- transitioning out of a uh, Lock Haven, mm. and because uh, it, it was such a such a scary time. It's for those like, of you who
1: don't know, when we say Lock Haven, we're referring college.
0: Yeah, Lock Haven University in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just that transitioning out of a uh, out of Lock Haven, and having that moment of like, what the fuck. <laughs> like, well, what am I going to do next? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and just trying to figure out like, I, I, did I just uh, use the last four to five years wisely? Like, did I, I, did I do what I need to do in order for me to be su- successful? Like, do I know the right people? Like, do I need to move? Like all these thoughts just come burst into your head because sometimes like me and Kyle, master's program didn't come after lockhaven nope so we just went straight to work um a big a big change for me was i enlisted in the military you straight up left so yeah that (laughs) was that was a real real quick change um i did it because it was something i wanted to do and i thought if i don't do it now it's gonna be too late because i was already 27 years old so uh, at that time, I know I'm old, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that was definitely a big change, and I'm I don't regret it. So that's definitely something that we have to look into too. Is like, do do you regret the decision you made for that transition?
1: I'll say when I heard you kind of talking about that, that's the one thing, that, the theme that I kind of heard, and it sounds like you kind of had too. Is when we when we leave a major uh, benchmark in our lives, you know, we're left with this just kind of self-reflection
2: did i make the right decision right Mm -hmm. is
1: this the right thing yeah
2: or is this really gonna blow up in my face
1: Mm -hmm. so so which (laughs) way do we think it goes guys like i feel like it could go either way there
2: i think that's the fear i think that's the fear of why people don't want to go into that Mm -hmm. transition is because they're so afraid of making the wrong decision or you know they're so afraid of their decision becoming a failure Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not a failure, but it's not easy to see that, like, right off the bat. Sometimes it's, um, you know, when we say growth, growth isn't always um, sunshine and rainbows and happiness. You know, for me, growth was crying on the bathroom floor one night, like, thinking I had gotten over that ex who cheated on me and realizing, like, I hadn't. And this was, like, months after it happened. Um, and that like that's what I think is real about growth. but everyone thinks growth is supposed to be like some nice big sprouting potted plant, you know? Like it's beautiful, it's blossoming, and well, it is. And, but, and
1: um. it, it is, but what you don't see behind the scenes is to get that big, beautiful plant, you need to be weeding, you need mm-hmm. to be digging in the dirt, you gotta be getting the grubs out, you gotta be feeding right. it, like you gotta get dirty into yeah. it, you know, and, I, I, think, and I, I think we talked about this on another episode at some point, Andre, um, when we talk about growth, like I, for me, you have to have vulnerability, um, and there's gonna be some kind of conflict. That's the only way you're gonna get growth. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like when we're talking about um, going from this one benchmark into the next type of benchmark, we're self-reflecting, and that's like a self-inner conflict of, mm-hmm. that we're having with ourselves.
3: Right. You know.
1: And I think I think most people aren't having that actual conflict. I think they are just kind of um, going into it feeling negative and then without kind of reaching that level of self-awareness of like Mm -hmm. this is where this is coming from it turns into i gotta do things i gotta i gotta be active i gotta um redirect myself so i know for me one of the one of the biggest moments for me with this was leaving um when i got out of a long-term relationship that was just messy and dirty Mm -hmm. and it didn't it didn't go well um life had drastically changed for me Mm -hmm. i was used to like there was a child involved not my child but there was a child involved you know there was i was working a whole bunch of working two jobs you know raising a child you know being in this uh, setting and all of a sudden i was in like a one-bedroom apartment by myself and i'm like well what the hell do i do mm-hmm. with all this time and i think at that point like i started like golfing and i think i started like three other like i started doing adult footballs like let me get in as many activities as possible to mm-hmm. to distract myself from experiencing anything. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the other hard part with that is not only are you going through this, but a lot of the times like people's calendars don't sink. Yeah. So it's not like you're going through your hardship the same time that your best friend is mm-hmm. going through it. So like who who the hell do you relate to? Yeah. And then you know you're coming to your friends about it all the time, and then you're like, I'm sorry that I'm bringing you this baggage uh, that I have, and you know your friends are like, Hey, no, we support you it's going to suck. We're getting you through this. That's what we're trying well, to help ho- you do. Hopefully hopefully you, have, yes. hopefully, you have
1: those friends that will do yes. that for
2: you. <laughs> At least, um, you know, for all my friends that are watching this, Hey, you've totally been there for me because I feel like I wouldn't have gotten through my stuff without you guys. But yeah, like if you don't have, you know, that support group, or even if you do have that support group, sometimes it's hard to, mm-hmm. to go through that alone to and to feel alone. If you mm-hmm. know, if someone else is not going through the exact same thing as you. Yes.
0: You know, it's funny funny how you mentioned support group and having that peer support from others because I know when Kyle first came down here to North Carolina, it was just him and (laughs) Brie. That that was it. (laughs) So there was, I, 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 I can imagine how he must have felt having no peer support, just having that support virtually. I just threw myself
1: into work honestly you know threw myself directly into work and looked for a new activity to pick up and start doing yeah so just like i mean in my master's program i've been doing (laughs) therapy for a long time i'm still doing the same shit everyone else is
3: doing
0: (laughs) yeah so i'm sure like that 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 was also a huge transition Mm -hmm. not for just kyle but for me as well you know yeah we had grown up so used to what we were doing yeah. or every day in Pennsylvania, that driving nine hours, nine plus hours down here.
1: All right, it's nine plus hours because you guys stop. So it's yeah, it's six and a half for no, me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> crazy.
0: Uh, but yeah, just having that huge change, having that huge transition, and growing into that change and transition is is what's key in this uh, in this episode because, uh, like the first. The first the first step into making that change and transition is accepting that change and, and, and that transition and knowing that things are not going to be the same things are going to change so that's how do you feel about that yeah
1: i, I completely agree you know it's, it's and I, I think we're we're talking about it so we're kind of being a little bit more self-aware and i think a lot of this processing happens on a subconscious level and like we don't really think about it um I know for tyree no it was only about six and a half from york uh which is where i left the first time i came down so (laughs) and and plus i wasn't traveling with the kids so it moved nice and quick for me i I traveled through the night i stopped one time yeah so ease up um but i i know for uh, now i lost my train of thought yep (laughs) damn you tyree Uh, (laughs) um anyways we'll, we'll just transition uh so Okay. Jessica, yes. you moved down <laughs> it was here about
0: accepting change.
1: Yeah. Ah, yes, yes, accepting change. We we are obviously a little bit more self aware about it because we're talking about it. Happens. A lot. Yes. Okay, I remember it now. Yes. Um, I yes think so
0: teach
2: it. You know, for yes, me and you, we teach accepting yes, this, change.
1: This so, is what we do. Is and yeah. the, the thing that I have is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That that's a huge saying um, in the social work field. Dr. Paulus. Yeah um or no that wasn't me, dr Paulus. that was that was steve from the training center. you wouldn't know him it makes <laughs>
2: me think of the meme of the dog who's in the office where everything's on fire and yeah. he's just in there like this is fine, it's fine. This is fine is fine, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're good um but yeah so so jessica what was that like for you because you moved up here from south carolina yeah. your significant other was already here in north carolina correct
2: yes for quite a few years like three years i believe yeah. right
1: so so what was that anxiety or that in per- preparation of transition, what was that like for you guys?
2: Oh, uh, a lot. <laughs> um, it was funny because um, right before we actually got here, everything was like kind of going to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the we were looking for houses, we're renting right now, um, and we were looking for houses to rent. Every single place was denying us. The only reason they were denying us is because I have a husky, not because I have a German Shepherd and a husky. Naturally. But it was like every place was like, "No, sorry, we don't, we don't like huskies." Why is
1: huskies on the list? That doesn't make they're, any sense.
2: They're they're known to be um, like aggressive breeds. But no, so are German Shepherds. No, they are not chewers. Ah. Um yeah, it's yeah. all those bad series. I can understand
1: not not being in an apartment complex with a husky because they're very vocal, but
2: apartment complexes were our backups and we kept getting denied from them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They'd be like, Yeah, yeah, your application's great. And then it'd be like Husky? Mm. No.
1: Yeah, so, okay, anyways, yeah.
2: continue. <laughs> um but yeah, so we kept getting denied with that. Um I was actually going through interview processes with um, you know, the job that I'm with with Kyle's work. Um so I didn't have like a solidified like hey you have a job (laughs) (laughs) so um, i was also finishing up my master's so i was like you know doing papers um writing a bunch of um like my thesis and everything like that um taking tests and then i also was finishing up an internship um with like a clinical based internship i had and then on top of that i was also doing a part-time front desk job so it was like managing all of that. And, you know, we had multiple times where, you know, we just had to sit down and have conversations of like, this sucks and we don't know if we're going to get through it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, realizing of like, what are the things that we do have? And it was like, we have each other. And we know that we have, we kept creating backup plans. I think we we made it up to like backup plan, like, um, like X or something. Like, that's what it felt like. Because we kept, right. we just kept getting denied, but we yeah. were like, this is what we want we know that this is what we want we had to sit there and be like do we want this i know i had so many conversations with my roommate being like am i ready for this am i ready to move you know because I, I love the place i was at before i lived in charleston and it was like do am i ready to move to southern pines um am i ready to do all of this kind of um all these big changes that were mm-hmm. happening um, am I ready to take a big girl job if they accept mm-hmm. me, you know, like all of that kind of
1: stuff. So what was that like emotionally then? Like dealing with all that stress and after yeah. you, I, I'm going to share my experience <laughs> then after this, uh, with, with the transition.
2: Um, my roommate is famous for making, my old roommate is famous for making white Russians. So there were quite a few white,
1: white, <laughs> white
2: Russians made every night. Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> nice. Um, but it was, it was nice because I had a bunch of support. And so even though like there were some really bad days, um, like emotionally, I feel like I held it together because I was like looking for that, that, that light at the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. being like, I will have things figured out. Even if I don't, I'll figure them out somehow. Mm -hmm. Just realizing like I'm solidified in myself enough to know, like I can get through this and I can do it. So you had
1: a real kind of positive uh, energy and, view on things
2: sort of Mm -hmm. (laughs) sort of because there were some definitely not so positive nights of like okay yeah and and that was another thing was being like we were talking about being comfortable with like the uncertainty Mm -hmm. i had to be comfortable with the fact that you know things were just taking a toll for the worst for both me and my significant other
3: Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah so i i can relate to that Uh, like obviously (laughs) less than a year ago we moved down from pennsylvania um you know, COVID nineteen hit. Everything shut down. Uh, we got stuck in the house, so we you know had big grand ideas of hey, let's move to let's move a different state. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I had always wanted to move down here, so that's what led to that. And she's like, hey, as long as I get a beach, I really don't.
2: As long as I get a beach,
1: yes. so which we're finally going for the first time. We get to go to the beach this weekend. <laughs> yeah. First time since we moved down here. Jeez, sorry, honey. It took a little longer. Took there. too long. Um, <laughs> but so what that kind of looked like is like we were just idly looking at houses idly looking at jobs um i applied to a couple of jobs i got a few offers but they were like they i wasn't making nearly as much and they i didn't like them they were working like residential centers stuff like that. yeah so then finally i got a call from the place that i work at now i had a great interview i really enjoyed the the regional that was like trying to hire me um and then they offered me a job and i want to say this was like may or something like that was mm-hmm. it right uh, and andre something like that uh, you yeah you were involved <laughs> in the process but so it was it was <laughs> probably about may they called me and they're like yeah but we don't know when you're gonna have a job so they did what's called pipelining. like we want to yeah. hire you but we don't have anything and i'm like <laughs> you're okay.
3: waitlisted yeah i was waitlisted
1: <laughs> so i'm like oh okay and so that led us into looking at houses and so we like we drove down a couple times we looked at houses and we we're like, okay, we really want to move forward buying a house. And so that all this was fine. At this point, we're like, okay, this is happening. We're not quite sure when, but it's happening.
3: Right.
1: Well, then it got into a point that we needed to start putting money on houses. And and we got into the, the financials and needed to meet with banks or whatnot. They wouldn't do that until I had a job down here. And they <laughs> wouldn't accept a letter saying mm-hmm. that I'm I'm, that I'm you waitlisted. Had
2: a, yeah, you're
1: waitlisted um, for your job. Yeah. So that was – so that – phase and, and again this was a short term um
0: very short term uh,
1: yeah this this lasted probably about a month and a half until they finally got me the letter and we were able to start moving forward with the process and felt like we were moving into the next steps yeah because mm-hmm. um, i didn't come in till september and i think i got a call in like june yeah. say okay yes here's when we want to bring you in it was like end of june early july um that they called and said we want to bring you in so like i had waited that whole time like in this whole in between, like is this happening? Is it not happening? And I, I remember internally for me that was that was pretty stressful. It was pretty frustrating. Um, that whole feeling of not having control, and I think that's where a lot of the frustrations come in. Yeah, is when you're in this limbo. The, the this I keep calling it the in between space of where you are and where you're going. I feel like we're stuck there. And that's what the frustrating part, because we, there's nothing we can do to get out of it.
2: And mm. it's usually you're not the one who can make that change to go forward. Right. So if, it, if it's waiting on someone else, you're like, oh, my God, like, w- I don't what know. What do I do? Yeah. yeah.
1: So and I just remember that being so frustrating, Brie, at multiple points. We're like, we're just we're just going to go live in a tent. We're not, <laughs> not even going to get <laughs> a just
2: house. We're going to get a camper. It'll be fine. We'll be. <laughs> what is the camper's
1: next on the list? <laughs> but that's the time we had a tent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but but kind of what, what you're it sounds like you had a a much more positive atmosphere about that, rather where we kind of really started to feel defeated at one point because it was just roadblock after roadblock after roadblock.
2: I think okay. So if you ask me about it, yeah, you'll get the positive. I feel like if you ask Brad, <laughs> if you ask my boyfriend Brad about it, I feel like you'll get the okay. See, you'll I, get the negative. I was aspect a little bit more
1: positive. She was a little bit more like, "Fuck it, we're going to attack. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah." So it was it was really like that because I remember you know i think it's like the third or fourth rejection that we got Um, from a house um just for renting not even for like buying um he was like this was not supposed to be part of our plan like you know that we had this whole plan figured out and he was like nothing's going right and i'm like yep here we are. Yep. This
1: is where we sit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. This is fine. It's, um, a a friend a friend of ours, Tyree, who who's in the comments here and will probably be a guest on the show at some point. Um is kind of in the same situation. They only they don't have dogs, they only have a child. The child doesn't bite, so they're not being rejected from anywhere. But they were trying to find. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, they were trying to find some kind of house to rent between between Fayetteville and Raleigh, um, because Tyree wasn't really sure where he was working yet, and um, his fiance had a job in the the Raleigh general area. So, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find anything. So, like, I, he's been calling me constantly, like, "Hey, how's this area look? What's this area look like? Have you found anything?" So, I can tell you from. Secondhand experience. Mm-hmm. He's having all kinds of anxieties. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the number one feeling that kind of goes with um, With this in-between space this lack of power and control You know, so Andre, I know we just saved up a whole bunch of your time for you hey, To talk no, about. It's fine. <laughs> You're in-between space between I states. agree. I agree. <laughs> I know, just concur.
0: This this the the, this, the whole process of moving down was let's just say some there had to be someone who was uh, calm and collective about it mm-hmm. I and mean, then that person was freaking out because
3: balance <laughs> there had to okay. be that balance. Perfect you know? balance. <laughs> so
0: um, like I Which knew one were you? I was calm. Yeah, <laughs> <So, laughs> obviously. Uh because I knew in the back of my head that we were gonna get down here. Get down here safe. Yeah. That was the goal. Just get down here safe. <laughs> Where we were living, that was
2: Step two. For those, <laughs> the, pieces,
0: the pieces will soon be brought together. You know, the details, yes, semantics, whatever. The, the, overhead, the whatever. force <laughs> of strong. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did all my I did all my transitioning um all online. Craziness. Yeah. I did not drive here once. Yeah. To look at nothing.
1: It, yeah, we bought the house that we're we're currently sitting in. Um, uh, without ever physically being here, yeah, it was nerve wracking,
0: man. It's crazy to think that we would totally
3: get catfished
0: on the uh, house. <laughs> yeah, that uh, <laughs> we we both had a
1: great real estate agent. I'm gonna shout him out right now, buddy, the cowboy Blackman from Madison mm-hmm. Realty. Yep, he's the man. If you want to move to the Fayetteville area, in North Carolina, you hit him up. You if tell you him move. I sent you. Yeah, buddy is awesome.
0: Yeah, amazing. Uh. Cause yeah, that, that, that whole process was just nerve wracking. Just uh, and especially when the pieces really start moving and going fast. Because once the ball starts rolling, it rolls. Oh yeah. And that was that was the scariest part. Was thinking, oh holy crap! Like I'm I'm leaving here in a month. Like <laughs> I need to get the the situation with the moving truck going. I yeah. Know,
2: Oh my gosh. Uh, that was another thing. Was okay.
0: Just, so oh my God, just, just I, And the money, it just starts pouring out. Ugh.
2: I think I told Kyle about this part before, but, um, the week we were supposed to move, um, that weekend is when that gas crisis happened.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. And so it was like, you know, we were, we, we finally got the moving truck and then it was like, Oh my god, we're not even gonna have gas to go pick up the moving truck. Yep. Like yep. yeah. So we were just like, but well, we already rented the moving truck for this specific mm-hmm. time frame. Like, mm-hmm. you know, then we had to figure out can we still get the moving truck? They filled it up to half a tank of gas. And we were oh, like, Jesus. oh my
1: well, that means you got to return or half a tank.
2: Which was fine, but um
1: <laughs> But you needed the- But
2: we needed the gas. We <laughs> needed it up front.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
2: And so I remember like, you know, the whole time we're actually Actually driving, you know, near here, Brett's calling me like, "No gas station has gas," and we're just like, "We don't even know if our stuff's gonna make it to the house. Like, mm-hmm. might be abandoned on the side of the road, just like, you know, camping out in a U-Haul."
1: But, <laughs> screw it, we're looking <laughs> in <tents. laughs>
3: Bring
2: out the bed and just
3: like, <laughs> yeah, hey, whatever.
1: Oh so, God. all oh, right, at this point, let's uh, let's transition. Uh, Spotify, hang in there, we'll be right back. Facebook, don't go anywhere. We're still staying with you through the break.
0: Yes. All right, so guys we're back uh, back with transitioning and growth and change so uh, we left off with uh, just a, just a little discussion about moving down here and how much of a change that was for us and what we had to do to really surpass that change and how we had to adjust to that change and how we're doing with that change still
1: so, so but let's let's transition let's go into yeah. um, outside of just the superficial like the moving aspect you know what about like what about those in-between spaces and our our own like emotional growth and and kind of where we are as people Mm -hmm. so i feel like as people we hit benchmarks and, and i feel like there might be times where we get in that in between of like making a change versus not making a change or kind of like in this area of like growth so you kind of mentioned the the point of leaving college what I kind of think about with this is making that that transition in your life from the college-level drinking, that that emotional maturity okay. of, like, just kind of having fun and living life into the more settled maturity, you know? And so what do you guys think that kind of is and, and how that goes, like, for you? Or what was your experience of that, making that transition and that growth and kind of that in-between phase of your life, you know, mm-hmm. going from
0: college kid to –
3: adulting
0: uh yeah i mean for, for me uh that definitely started to change uh throughout the between like it started to change in college actually uh especially after we left this this one house that was just super like Super at it, like we were just all together all the time. Which house? It's called the Waterworks. The Waterworks, yeah, that one was fun. It was fun house, and (laughs) I don't know, I don't know why we left, but Uh, we shouldn't have ever left. We did, and uh, that 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 transitioning definitely started there, because then we we were we weren't as involved, and we were able to really uh, gather what we needed to gather up for after college Mm -hmm. life. And that being internship, and just thinking about what we're doing afterwards, and the whole behavior of being in college definitely changed at that at that point. And that's probably for the better, you know, because who knows what would who knows what would have happened if we were staying in that house until graduation? I don't know.
1: So, would you say that was a, a transition that? you initiated yourself with no ex like external motivators no. or is that something you no. think was
0: kind of that push that was definitely that definitely was pushed on and it was it was uh, for, for lack of better terms it pushed the balance because we were so we were so in this balance of being in that house mm-hmm. that um it was kind of like a way to to put the force into us to make better to make more
1: so you you think as a group um the fraternity in general kind of emotionally grew because of that change yeah okay yeah that makes sense
0: i mean it 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 made us grow internally subconsciously because at that point no one wanted to leave right but after it happened in the aftermath Mm -hmm. it was better that that we left I really, I really wish some of the,
1: the guys that lived in Pluto, you know, with you during that time frame we're on right now could give us some feedback. So I'd be real interested to see yeah. some other guys feedback were. Yeah. So If you go back and watch us, hit us up, let us know. Mm-hmm. Jess, what about you?
2: I, I think for me it's, uh, um, something had to happen. So something had to happen that like put it in your perspective of being like, not necessarily that it was something big, but for me it was just like, in. And if we're speaking about like that relationship I had, it was that some small thing happened and I realized, I don't want to keep doing this. I've done this already with the same person, like, you know, on and off since like my freshman year. I don't want this to be my life. And started thinking about like, you know, what happens in the future? There was no certainty about like, you know, if even, you know, I would be with the same people I'm around, like at that moment, would I be with them in the future? Is that going? Where is that going? So it was just kind of um, that was that experience for me is like um, I I need to do something different because how I am now and how I've been through the past three years, I'm not happy with myself. Mm -hmm. And that was that realization. It was like um, I needed to change not because I knew it was good for me, but because like for my sanity, I needed something Mm -hmm. different.
1: Yeah. I think that's the same boat. I was, I think I started to kind of transition in college um, and that's when I, I got in a relationship with my ex. Uh, who had the child, so it kind of just shifted uh, me and my, my own maturity and what I valued changed drastically. Yeah. Uh, and then I noticed with myself when that relationship ended, it kind of like I reverted. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not going to lie. I went to the brewery down the road every time my paycheck yeah. allowed me to, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, <laughs> was a good brewery. It was a really yeah. good brewery. Burberry, brewery. I do <laughs> miss, <Burberry. laughs> <laughs> miss Brewery. Yeah. Pizza was actually really good. Me and Brew just talked about that the other day some of the only thin crusts that I- They
0: should cater. Really. (laughs) Not down here. (laughs) There should be a brother down here too. That would be nice. Anyways,
1: um, so like, I think for for me, what I'm kind of getting is it sounds like we all had external motivators, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of pushing us into this stage of change Mm -hmm. and into this weird in-between phase. Do we, how often when we enter that, do we come out differently? versus do we just change and adapt for that scenario and then go back to how it was
2: that depends if you learn something from that transition i feel i feel like okay. um because for me it was like you know that whole period of uh, so my friends make fun of me because it's called <laughs> my it's called 2018 Jessica oh, she was, <laughs> Jessica.
3: <laughs> uh, she
2: is very different from you know college Jessica and even Jessica now mm-hmm. because that was that was um, that phase in my life was um, so it happened like early February 2018 mm-hmm. and then the whole rest of 2018 was just like a bunch of bad news hitting from other relationships in my life Um, and then it was me just, you know, sitting there and realizing, I don't know who the hell I am anymore because like who I tried to be for this person, it didn't work. And I changed a lot of myself, like that, like those like prime discovery periods in college, I didn't actually do for myself because I was doing that for somebody else. Mm. Um, and so then that was like my whole, like, you know. I'm going out to bars like um, on pint nights and stuff on days that I to, like. This is out of my behavior. I'm, um, you know hang out with people I don't normally hang out with, creating new friendships with people that, like, you would never really seen me with. Not that it was bad or good or anything, but it was just, like, a lot of things changed for me at that time. It was, like, being single again, being um, – having new friends that I was making. Um, actually, shout out to Annie because she's one of them that came out of that.
1: Hey. <laughs> All right, Annie. Yeah.
2: So um, it was just – it was, like, a beautiful period of, like, there was a lot of stuff going wrong, but at the same time I got to really know, like – who I actually was, even though throughout the whole mess, it was like, I needed to make mistakes in order to know that I was doing something right.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. And yeah. And it was like, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I knew they were mistakes. Like that's why it's <sighs> 20 teen Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, and that, that makes sense. I mean, for college is usually seen as like that opportunity to change and grow and, and kind of rediscover who you really are. I'm very different than who I was in high school. I'm very different than oh, who I was yeah. in college. You know? So I, I'm left wondering what happens if you don't go to college? Mm. And I think we talked about this in our, I don't know if it was our last podcast or the one before that, but well, we the friends
2: we, one going, staying in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the
1: friends one. Yeah. Oh, the fact that one. you're <laughs> an active listener. Um, but yeah, we kind of talked about like, what happens to those friends that mm-hmm. Like don't leave the small town. Don't leave where they are.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and and I I think I'm gonna say I they do experience the same thing, um, and all I can reference is uh, my friend Shane, who's in, in my wedding. Uh, we've been friends for years, so he was vastly different in high school. He was a terrible influence on me, doing a lot of <laughs> shit he shouldn't have been doing. I didn't necessarily buy into his influence. I kept his ass, you know, somewhat straight, but. Um, <laughs> But now it's very different because now he's like, oh yeah, I'm kayaking, I'm fishing, and uh, I'll drink a beer every now and then. But you know, he, he's very different than what he was when he was like washing dishes at Ski Roundtop uh, yeah. and like trying to steal drinks and like opportunities to smoke in the back at 18 years old. Yep. You know, so he, he's very different. So yeah, I think everyone does go through that, at least some form of change. But yeah, you know, I, I think yeah, I, I don't know how often they really experience this like in between phase though.
2: And I guess it depends on, you know, if you feel like you have a big goal or something that you feel like is, um, the next big thing, um, will that determine whether or not you're going to be in a long phase? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, let's say that it's just like a small job change and you're, you know, okay with that. Your transition phase might be, you know, not that big, but if it's something drastic that you weren't prepared for, that's that's the one. The so you're you're talking one. about
1: me? No. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what's going on right no, now. No.
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about this because like I feel like a lot of my friends recently have been you know going through this kind of stuff, um, experiencing it in you know jobs and relationships and things like that. Um, you know, making wrong decisions or decisions that you thought were wrong at the time because you were trying to make it right does that make sense
1: kind of okay. yeah
2: kind of <laughs> I, I think i
1: get where you're going mm-hmm. so andre let's let's transition over to you you i feel like from my perspective you are in like a big phase of like weird possible transition not transition right now yeah you know with get your every go into your internship for your master's program right. Um, you don't currently work in the field. It's been quite a while since you worked in the field. Yep. Um, and you're also very comfortable and very good at what you do now. Yeah. So what what has this experience been like for you in this in-between phase of taking a step forward into this section of the career versus not?
0: Uh, it's definitely overwhelming because it's... Because it's it's one thing to want to make the change, and there's one thing to actually make the change. Yeah. There's a want, and there's an and there's a need. Uh, it's like, do I need to do this now, or do I want to do this now? It's kind of when you buy something, you know. It's like it's like I, I, I went through the same thing with, with with wanting a new car. You know, <laughs> yeah. I want Every a new now, car, please. but do I need a new car no? You almost walked away with a truck the other week. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Element, be, be pretty sweet, but like that's uh, it's it's not it's not good because I'll, I'll, get, I'll get I'm getting bitter about it. I'll, I'll end up leaving <laughs> here and going to get one right now. Uh, Does the
2: growth look different at that point? Like if you if it's a change you're wanting to make versus a change yeah. you need to make?
1: I think so. I think the change we want to make, we jump on it real quick. Yeah. And we're so
2: sure of it. Yeah. You know? yes. like versus, usually we're so sure of
1: it. Versus one we need to make. That's one yeah. where you're
2: like you're doubting everything well, and I'm making the right decision. And I think the one you
1: need to make is the one that brings the most growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's hardest for you. The, usually we grow from conflict. And mm-hmm. that's the one that has the most internal conflict. It's yeah. hard
2: to identify that this is... Because yeah. it's something you need to do. It's not necessarily something you want to do. And so you're just sitting there like, I do this because I have to.
3: And typically yeah. you don't, <laughs> even, know, you
1: don't even know you need to do it yeah. until like... Yeah, And you're like, yeah, yeah, I really needed that. Yeah. Like you really, most people have no idea. Cause you can, you can logic everything away.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Sorry. So go. it's like, when, <laughs> it's, it's like right now, it's like, I want to make that next step and, and going towards, uh, working in the field of social work. Uh, but then there's this, uh, hanging over tree or hanging over cloud over me. And, uh, it's just pouring down, um, uh, Am I going to be able to provide?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Am I going to be able to still like have that comfortability after making that change? You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's something that really weighs on you as mm-hmm. a, as someone who is so used to being that um, provider, yeah, provider or that, that the, the breadwinner, mm-hmm. yeah, especially especially as a male, like, yeah, you it. you want to be able to, you know, that's
1: such a deep rooted gender stereotype, is yeah. that like. Us as males we need to be the breadwinners we need to provide and that's yeah. like the 2021 like let's yeah. get with it's it still, that's not it's, the it's, case but that's still such still a us. it's such a yeah. deep-rooted stereotype yeah
2: well it's not just yeah it's a stereotype but it's also like feeling independent you know yeah. feeling like i am capable and yeah, like yeah. competent to yeah. do to do this and to provide for myself and not to rely on anyone yeah. you know no matter if it is a significant mm-hmm. other parents mm-hmm. um you know best friend's couch you're crashing on like because
0: <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. like you know all those all those what ifs come uh-huh. into account it's like you get the you get interview you get the job start, start a new career and then like a month goes in you're like i was not this is not what i thought it was yeah you know i'm saying okay what if i go back they're like, can no, you go back I, yeah can you go back yeah can you revert that decision
1: and some sometimes you can but it
2: but will you be the same
1: right like usually not in, in yeah. s- at least some aspects absolutely not mm-hmm. yeah like I, i'm learning the bigger these the more complex and more integrated uh these in between spaces are yeah. like yours andre and that's why i really wanted to make sure we brought that situation up because mm-hmm. it's that is by far the biggest in between out of the three of us going on right now is is that experience and there's so many layers Mm -hmm. like literally literally the ability to uh roof house food everything can come from that decision Mm -hmm. It
2: it could feel good to you know leave a job and comfort behind yeah but then you're like Oh shit! How do I pay rent next month? Right, right. Like, yeah. like, how am I yeah. going to survive? How am I
0: gonna... <laughs> <laughs> they, all of those things just come pouring down on you. Right. Um, I was to say. Um, and then to to add into this uh, this rainstorm that's going on right now is I like you set internship coming up yeah. in the fall. You know, being able to find something that's going to accommodate for that is rough mm-hmm. because they don't know it's ten months long.
3: Mm-hmm. 10
0: months long, 12 12 and a half hours a week, yep. Unpaid, too, which unpaid, yeah.
2: Unpaid. They pay you an experience, <laughs> oh, yeah. They pay you
0: experience, but then, like, oh, you're busting your ass, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, that that's another thing that's kind of like that's weighed my decision to kind of like just kind of like ride the wave, mm-hmm. yeah, see, see where things go because I'm not trying to push mountains here and make things and make and make change because sometimes when you Sometimes when you do that, the worst happens. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah,
1: it, it absolutely could, and I think that's, I think that's what makes things so rewarding. You know, high risk, high reward. Like, yeah. Now, granted, high risk is uh, yeah, it's all fine and dandy until and mm-hmm. so it's like, oh shit, we're living in a tenant yeah. You know, type of risk, and you have to really kind of consider and weigh: it. Is this risk really worth the reward right now? Mm-hmm. Or if I do this later, will my risk be lower?
3: Yeah.
1: Will my reward be lower then? I know. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those conundrums that it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But mm. it could go really well, and <laughs> you yeah. just don't know.
2: That that fear leads in of like, am I gonna be as happy as I think I'm gonna be? Mm-hmm. You know, wow. when I decide to make this change.
1: Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> I yeah. like that. We got we got about. little less than 15 minutes so this idea of like you're going in you're you're in this in-between phase and you're ready to take that step to the next heading towards a goal and you so you have these expectations
3: Mm -hmm.
1: what happens when you fall short of those expectations because like i i know for me what if i dream i dream i dream big yeah Yeah. sometimes really big Um.
2: i want to be the best yeah. yeah
1: so like going in then with these expectations one are we setting ourselves up for failure two if we if it is success but we don't meet those expectations is it still success to us Mm -hmm. yeah that's a question (laughs) (laughs) i want an answer
2: um i i feel like it depends on so are you are you talking about like at the very like as you're making that change? You're, so you're in the middle of it.
1: You you are taking your first step. So if we put this in the context, uh, Jessica, you you had the interview for where you work now, mm-hmm. and um, you got the second interview, and you're like, all right, this is looking really good. Yeah. You're probably going to move forward. At that point, are you setting expectations? Yes. Okay. Yes. So. I know i know we have definitely exceeded all of your expectations but <laughs> let's say it's somewhere else um and you said you set all these expectations and let, let's say the reality is short mm-hmm. what's that experience
2: well then it's like you're kind of questioning um you know when it when it falters what is what is that is it is it your ego getting hurt or is it, you know, that you're not actually happy with something happening? Um, or is it just like unfortunate circumstance that like, you know, you just have to get through that, that little transition period and yeah. like wait it out and it'll be fine and better when you like can see that part of it. But I feel like um, people are definitely more um, scared to think that they made a good decision if like it doesn't automatically turn into a good decision as they're going through that transition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like let's say let's say you got a job with uh, the other department.
2: Yes,
3: you know, with
1: us. it would have been fine. Right. Like, but it might not have been exactly what you wanted. Might have just fallen a little short mm-hmm. of what you were hoping for. Yep. Right. You know, where where does that rate for you? What do you mean like rate? So so for like for example, that's not a life changing disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, right. You got a job, you're getting experience, there's potential to move, mm-hmm. but you're just kind of like blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what do you do what are your next steps like how urgent is it that next steps or that you move on into the next in-between phase and on to the next
0: goal like do you want to live like uh same 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 day same shit same, same toilet like yeah. uh, you know. content to <laughs> sit there for a bit or are we moving right on
2: i think if if that would have were to happen to me i think i would have sat there being like this is part of that transition. Yeah. Let me wait it out. Let me continue because it's not the end goal. It's just the next thing. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, versus you know thinking like, at least for now, this is the end goal. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like one expression I say every day at work is like, I'm living a dream. I'm living a dream. I'm living a dream because I'm living a day and exactly. <laughs> so I look down. day no doubt. exactly. you I mean, in, 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 some, in some weird, complex way, I, I really am living a dream. Like I moved down here, I, I, I own a home. I'm with I'm, I'm with my girlfriend of over a year and some change. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't, don't ask me the exact date. <laughs> I was gonna say How yeah. much change? <laughs> <laughs> <And some> change. <laughs> but yeah, like this this is really a dream that we're living. And uh, sometimes it's uh, sometimes we may put ourselves into too much expectations for ourselves. And when we don't hit those e- expectations, we may feel like we're failing ourselves. Does that sound right?
1: It, that sounds exactly right. Cause that leads me right into the next segmentation that I, I had is cause I'm kind of, I'm currently in this transition phase. Um, and I don't think, and I am certainly super guilty of this. Yeah. I don't think we as human beings experience being comfortable with being content enough.
2: Yeah, we're always, um, I think one of the things I have, one of my favorite authors, and I I tell this to Brett all the time, (laughs) um, is the whole stop chasing happiness. Because if you chase happiness, you know, you're going to, you're going to end up disappointed. And Mm -hmm. that's what this author says. It's Mark Manson for anyone who's wondering. I'll say
1: we need to quote. Yeah. You need to cite your source here. Yeah. It's
2: Mark Manson for anyone who's wondering, but you know, his, his whole philosophy with that is, you know, if you keep chasing happiness and forget to look at what's happy about everything around you, you're going to end up like not finding that happiness. It's Mm -hmm. always going to be this quest. That's just unfulfilled.
1: Yeah. And and like I said, this is something I'm super guilty of is always (laughs) looking at like, what's my next step? Where, where am I going? I'm, I'm overly ambitious for my own good. Yeah. I'm fully aware of this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it's really important that we we try and sit in the moments and experience it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think when it comes to work, I'm not so good at that. Yeah. When it comes to work, I'm very much like, next leap, next bound, yeah. excelling, yeah. Yeah, um, I have
2: this job, now I want that job. It, right, <laughs> right,
1: like, all right, I'm gonna master this. And then I'm moving on. Yeah. You know, it's like a bigger. video
2: game you're completing. Like, yeah. yeah. I leveled up. Like, leveled up. Next one. Let's
1: go. <laughs> yeah. Next goal. But I, but when it comes <laughs> to me in my, in my personal life, it's very different. I'm, I'm very like, just con- very content with where I am and what's going on. And, um, and it's been like that for quite a while. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't feel a need to, to rush or to um, take the next steps. Like I'm, I'm happy. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think people experience that contentness. Um, and I don't know if everyone has the opportunity to, because I, I think you have to be at a certain just level of happiness with yourself and with like you're in your relationship or wherever you are in your life, mm-hmm. you have to be comfortable enough to just sit. <clears throat> yeah. 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 This is it. I'm, I'm cool with
0: this. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So you sometimes kind like you, you, you're up, up earlier about about dreaming big. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. like there's individuals like myself who dream who dream in the, in the now. We dream about um or I dream about what right? what's happening? <laughs> it's nice. Things. What's happening tomorrow? What's happening next week? Yeah. What's happening next month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, dreaming a lot yeah. more present like focused. um yeah, present focus like. Yeah. Uh j- just trying not to uh get away too far from reality where I'm like Mm -hmm. almost living in a dream.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we don't, I wish we uh, had more time, but I know we're, we're coming to the end here, you know, but that, that brings up a whole like whole another bag of things Mm -hmm. is, you know, because if you are constantly just in the now, Mm -hmm. then there's never any push or growth for the future Yeah, and that's needed. But you also, like you said, you don't want to live there. Yeah. You know,
0: like, Then it's like the
1: beach. I want to go, I want to visit, uh, and I want to come back.
0: Yeah, because, <laughs> I don't want to live.
1: There's hurricanes
0: there all the time. Yeah, And it's be, dangerous. And the reason behind that be, being present-focused and uh, and not looking too far into the future and why it can be good and bad because it can be good because you're focused on now. You're focused on just sustaining and maintaining, but then you're lacking in the growth. It's like Where can i go from here that will help me in the next five years yeah you know
2: to make that transition
1: (laughs) all right well uh as we're getting to the end here final thoughts jessica as our guest we'll start with you any final thoughts on the on this topic
2: um yeah um i final thoughts honestly you know if, if you feel like you're going through this right now if you're listening Don't be afraid of that, you know, uncertainty, living in that uncertainty. It does get better. And especially if you have like a good support system or even just, you know, just take that time to discover who you are and really figure out what you want in that phase.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think for me, it goes back to, uh, one of my mentors, Steve, um, who I, I call him the Colonel. He looked just like uh, Colonel Sanders, uh, but he was a trainer for family-based therapy. He was awesome, but like old Southern dude. He was great. Um, but Steve would always say, uh, you gotta be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think that's I think that's where we as people just need to learn to sit and be content and be happy and, and experience these in-between phases because mm-hmm. I think that's where we make the most leaps and balances when yeah. we're... Unhindered by goals and ambitions, and we're just experiencing ourselves. I
2: think that's mm-hmm. what people find useful in therapy. Is yeah, comfortable with
1: uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah. Being there in the yes. present, no matter what. Absolutely. I feel like this whole episode is about changing our comfort zone, mm-hmm. changing how we are comfortable and how we can be comfy again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're kind of uh, we're unhindering, we're we're breaking our comfort, and we're. So we're excelling to that next level what a next level will be we don't know but that's the exciting part about it sometimes it can be terrifying sometimes it can be like uh a, a what the fuck moment <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know and that's where that's where life comes in like right we are living life and if we don't live life then what's the point i mean i'm, I'm not trying to uh, you know
2: a
3: downer, <laughs> You're downer or nothing,
0: but like that's not, we're, we're we are we are on this, we're on God's green earth for a reason, so let's make it worth it. Yeah, Shit. I say we ended on that because yeah.
1: I can't stop I can't that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, all right, everyone. Well, thanks, guys. Yep,
3: thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye.